Do you know the legend of Las Aranas? Uh, I, I do not. Please fill me in. Word tells of people who walked amongst the trees with superpowers, incredible abilities, who can appear and disappear without notice. Spider people. Oh, I think I might know where you're going with this, but please continue. Yes, yes. The rumors, they speak of a, a sacred forest in Peru, as well as a legendary spider. And boy, I, Kevin, I got to tell you, the peptides in this fucking spider, the peptides alone, they're going to change the world. It's, this shit's, you're not going to believe this shit. So, look, I know, you know, we do the show. I know the show costs a lot of money. I think we should sell the show and fund a trip to the forests of Peru, the jungles of Peru, I should say, to find the spider and its valuable peptides. I'm, I'm all in favor of this, this pivot. Um, as long as we keep shooting somehow, I'll bring, you know, you've got the gimbal. I've got a camera. Yeah. Let's just keep filming this, but let's, yeah, let's, let's go to Peru. I get, okay. You haven't remarked once on the significance of the peptides here. I mean, I feel like I'm talking to a fucking wall. Do you not understand these fucking peptides? They're going to fucking, you're going to jizz your pants. If you get these peptides, you're going to fucking, you're going to, you're going to go nuts. You're going to become the Hulk. Your dick's going to become the Hulk. Forget okay, tell me it. more about the peptides. I, I, I don't I know. Like I don't know what something. a pe- I don't know what a peptide is. I don't know what that is. Uh, America. Okay. What's up? How's it going, everybody? What's up, Kevin? How you doing? Uh, I'm doing pretty good. I got a little tickle in my throat, so I found a little weird today, I feel like, but I'm, I'm doing good. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm really curious to know where the peptides were going, but that's, that's okay. We can come back to that. They're just really valuable. Like, uh, you, they're, they're kind of unmatched anywhere on the planet. Um, but yeah, no, I gotta get that fucking spider man. Um, well not spider man, um, spider no. comma man. Um, uh, yeah. <sighs> anyway. Okay. So it's good. Everything's good. <sighs> I'm not, I didn't mean it like that. I didn't mean it like that. I meant, it's just you know this is see i talked about this last week do you remember kevin the post intro slump this is what that is it's the post intro slump here it is we need some sort of we need some sort of uh jingle or something to play you know for the post intro slump um I might have one here. Hold on, let's see. Let's see if this one fits. Oh shit! I thought Kevin was talking to a small creature. Oh, that's the email one. I'm sorry, but still, that yeah, works. no, that's that's specifically okay. Uh, all right, what's our first email? Our first email is from David Canton, who writes, Hey guys, love the podcast. Spencer, you're right that all condenser microphones compress sound and bring up the background noise. It's going to be a factor. 
sure release the microphone that's dynamic but it has a preamp and ad conversion so you don't need an interface and has a usb out as well as an xlr out it's called the sure mv7 i've heard of this before and so he recommends it yeah i've seen this one this one's like the good one that people recommend yeah i should have read this email earlier now that we're in the post-Christmas season, I'm like, I can't spend money ever again in my life. So I don't know if I need a, a, a new microphone. But man, if I'm ever feeling bad, you ever do retail therapy, Kevin? Or just normal? Uh, you just do normal therapy? <laughs> sometimes, I don't know. I don't seem to get the same joy out of it that a lot of people do. I don't feel like, you know, I'm going to go spend some money and that's going to make me feel better because it, it never does. Kevin, you absolute well, idiot. It's not about feeling better. It's about thinking it will make you feel better. <laughs> that's that's the important thing. Okay. Of course it doesn't make you feel better. We're all empty inside. We're dead. Uh it's we live in hell. Um anyway. No, this looks great. I kind of want to get this. Maybe I will. Uh oh, okay. So this month, next month, maybe I'll, you know, spin up a justification to spend the money on this. Um Maybe I can sell something. You know, that could be good. Kevin, you want to buy a uh, toolbox? <laughs> I, yes, I would love one. It's funny because I'm looking at stuff that's not super valuable, but definitely, is, you know, you could sell it. Um, anyway, uh, okay. 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 So the post interest slump is officially abolished using uh, your musical technologies. Okay, so what do we got here in my notes? Because what it's time for is to read my notes. This is poop emergency. We covered it. Spider powers Aranyas. We covered it. Um, <laughs> the Nazis are at it again. Uh, I don't know. Oh, you know that, that trans kid got murdered. That's Nazi related, I guess. I don't know. Too many Nazis these days. Also, like, Israel is uh, committing a genocide, you know? So, that's weird. That's like Nazi shit, but it's it's, uh, it's Israel. So, that's not good. Um, but, you know, I don't know. Man, I was just thinking about that. Ugh, I can't remember why. Oh, because fucking, who was it? Someone was going there. Was that J.K. Rowling? Yeah, J.K. Rowling was like going to Israel to see for herself what was going on or some shit. Did you read about that? No, I didn't, but that seems plausible. Yeah, it's just like... They're saying that Elon Musk is a different guy than that other guy. Did you hear? Well, yeah, I heard the interview of the two of them like talking to each other. And I swear to you, I couldn't tell which is which. Like, yeah, one was but just people like, were being like, they're definitely different people. I don't know. I, I don't, I don't know. I, like, I could believe anything, but I honestly could not tell you which one was Elon Musk and which one was the other guy, Adrian, whatever. Like, I could tell they sounded different, but I couldn't, like, if you made me, like, swear in court that those were not both Elon Musk recorded separately through a filter or something, I couldn't say for sure. Yeah. I'll tell you what I don't care about. The truth... I'll tell you what I care about. I talked about it for about five minutes on the podcast that last week. That's what counts. That's what's real, baby. Content. 
That's right, motherfuckers. Yeah. Shit with Satan. Remember when we said shit with Satan on the podcast? I, I actually do. think I wrote this note down so that I would say shit with Satan like at the end of the podcast. But I would have wrote this note down like a year ago or some shit. I don't know. Um, shit. What about Pal World? You know about this? Did you ever see the Pal World videos? Everyone was talking about Pal World. Pal World. Yeah, I mean, I, I haven't played it, but I've looked at it, and it it seems yeah. to be heavily inspired by Pokemon. Yeah, it's 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 very Minecrafty in a way that seems extremely my shit. Like you can make the Pokemon uh like work in factories for you with like conveyor belts that like move their stuff that they're working on, you know? So and then you can like build the factory. So you can so I don't know, which is kinda kind of stuff I like doing in Minecraft. So it seemed kinda interesting, but uh I don't know. I don't know. It also didn't seem there I don't know. I'm on TikTok all the time. I don't know how you consume the internet these days, but for me, it's mostly TikTok. And I didn't re- really watch very much YouTube before, so it's kind of new for me to consume video stuff regularly, like this churn of video slop. But as part of the churn of video slop, you see like streamers and streamer clips. And so you get, you know, these gimmicky games that pop up and get really big on streamer, you know, pages, and then they make clips, and the clips get really popular, and then the games get really popular on TikTok's algorithm and stuff, and you see a bunch of this stuff, and that was happening a lot with Pal World, and sometimes that happens, and you're like, I don't want to play this game; it seems too popular, <laughs> you know. And Pal World, it was really popular; it sold really well. Um, but I wanted to talk about the IP. Because they're freaking, they're stealing the Pokemon, and isn't that interesting that it's an IP? It it is. It it makes me curious of what the reaction from like Nintendo or Game Freaks or whoever is going to be because of this. Because it just seems I was never a big Pokemon player, but even me just looking at this videos of Pal World, I just like, yeah, this is just a total rip off of Pokemon. Like it could not be more obvious. Ah yes. Oh God, my phone it dropped it, and it not only did it drop it did i drop it but it sounded like some sort of unholy demon sound to me and it was very scary and frightening the sound not the phone dropping i was watching the phone dropping and looking at it and then i was like i'm listening to a demon right now anyway um so you wouldn't necessarily think this has anything to do with it but ages ago on the podcast uh because we're such a you know we're kind of like America's podcast, even though, you know, we're for international listeners as well. Um, but we've talked about in the past how Wizards of the Coast did that open game. The, they, they changed their gaming license and everybody got super pissed. And there was this big backlash that happened. And they're like, oh, you can't make third party content. And then they're like, oh, OK, you can make 30 party. Do you remember that? I do. And it kind of just sort of fizzled out kind of towards the yeah. end. Yeah yeah well they kind of backtracked a lot of it i think they backtracked most of it and the people who were still mad were like this isn't good enough and other people were like i gotta go to work and then they were like whatever and then you know um but they did i am my understanding is they did backtrack like most of the worst stuff um but um anyway the thing is a, a big crux of that whole situation was um that legally speaking you can't really patent um, game mechanics per se. Um, there's copyrightable aspects of them that are usually aesthetic, I think, but there's there's pretty strong limits to that as well. So, like for instance, drawing a card, 
you can't patent the idea or copyright or whatever the idea of drawing a card because then other card games wouldn't be able to draw a card you know so mechanically taking a game and being like ah it's pokemon is almost completely legal as long as your pokemon look rejecty enough you know like as long as it doesn't look like pokemon wear like uh like a pikachu wearing like a hat or something you know if it looks like a green bulbous pikachu with an elephant nose or something you're like nah, that's legal now um so so the mechanics are are fine but also mechanically like i said it is more minecrafty by a pretty big margin um it just has these monsters and you interact with the monsters in ways that are pokemon-esque but you know pokemon is like an rpg and that's it's not very rpg-ish but whatever i don't know the important thing is ip it's an ip uh where's my notes i didn't take any new notes i thought i took some notes i don't know where i wrote them did i write them somewhere else oh i went to the doctor um i had a follow-up appointment for some hip pain that i was having and um i was kind of excited because i've been losing weight i wasn't kind of excited but there was you know something that was maybe nice and here's the problem kevin don't think that something maybe nice could happen because that's that's your first mistake uh okay. but <laughs> uh but uh but so i was like well i've been losing weight so maybe the doctor will be like oh wow you lost a lot of weight that's great this is so great um and so then i went to the doctor and she's like so how are you doing and i was like oh my hip's fine but you know i've got these other problems now and she's like well make another appointment <laughs> come come see me for those let's just follow up for the thing and i was like oh okay and uh she's like all right then you're good and then she sent me on my way didn't fucking nothing it's completely waste waste of time uh i'm still on this like cheap uh, health plan or whatever so i don't think it cost me any money which is nice but it was a waste of time and so then they're like okay now wait in that waiting room and uh, the nurse will come out and say something or something and i'm like what the fuck am i waiting for like they're not giving me anything i'm not paying um i shouldn't have come in the first place like this sucks this whole thing sucked no one said that i lost weight and am a great person you know this sucked um and then the doctor calls my name and she says hey spencer and um i was like yeah and she's like he's can i see you again and she, i come back in and she's like uh looks like you lost a lot of weight is that on purpose and i was like yeah and she's like oh yeah because if it wasn't that'd be really bad and i was like no it was on purpose i was trying and she was like okay get out of here <laughs> and I, I was like all right okay great um so you know like i said don't don't expect a nice thing might happen is the moral of that story all right so uh, i'm a little confused were you trying to or were you not trying to i was trying to i've been trying to lose weight really hard uh, okay all right i got an apple watch specifically because i wanted to like lose weight that was the whole i was like i need a fucking apple watch if i really want to lose weight 
and I it's been helping. I mean, I don't know. Can you see your streak? How do you see it? Um, I I'm I have like a, a streak of like a hundred and ten days or something of of filling all my rings. Like I've I've been doing it. I've been hiking basically every day. I just went on like a seven mile hike today. It was great. Um, wow, that's impressive. Yeah. So I'm I'm fucking I'm doing it. Kevin, you got me a gimbal. I, I've been, I'm trying to figure out if I can make like hiking videos. I don't even know what that looks like. I don't know what people want out of that or if they do or who cares. I don't know. But so I got to figure out like what, how to, how to use it. But it's so cool. I mean, it just, the gimbal, it just works really well. I don't know. It's, uh, it's smooth and it's interesting. It made me be like, oh, I want to. I want to film stuff. Maybe I'm a cameraman, you know, it's just like, whatever. But, you know, I can't be a cameraman because my true passion is being a 3d animator. I've been telling <laughs> Kevin that I want to, I want to learn blender. Uh, not enough it would be very useful it. to me personally. If I knew somebody who knew how to use blender, right? Okay. I think, you, you know, you, that, that guy almost seal, sell, seals it almost. <laughs> Like maybe okay. you, you'd be that. the guy I'd come to and go, Hey, can you, can Great. you make this for me? Oh my God. Okay. Someone, someone, <laughs> someone teach me how to use blender and don't tell Kevin that you could be Kevin's blender guy. <laughs> yeah. Those are, those are the two qual- uh, conditions I think. Um, yeah. Um, okay. So, Oh, have we talked about, I, I'm trying to, I was trying to think of like TikTok stuff. But have we we've talked about Riz right on the podcast? We have, yeah, and Baby Drunk and all, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh man, we talked about it all the way back with Baby Gronk. I can't remember, I can't believe it was Riz was even back then. I just wanted to say that if if you didn't know what Riz actually means, it's it's uh, what do you call it? It's an abbreviation for Rat Jizz. So <laughs> I I. I, I... <laughs> I feel like you might be wrong there. <laughs> no, it is. It, it's it's ratchets. So if uh if you hear like, oh man, that guy's got riz, it's like, oh man, he's got ratchets, dude. It's like that guy is virile, you know, <laughs> like he he has the, the seed of a rat brewing within his loins. Um, you know, uh so that's just you know that's that's what our segment is is we like to try to explain TikTok trends to uh, the layperson so you know that's what we do but man I saw Madam Web oh my God it's way too early in the podcast to pull this ripcord do you remember when I had that idea for a movie? for a uh, movie idea for contagious lightning oh we yes. talked about it on the podcast that's right? a long time ago but yeah yeah it's a long time ago the thing is i pull the clips for those clip shows you know and i haven't gotten to that clip yet i don't i don't think at least because i don't remember pulling it as a clip but i want to pull that as a clip one of these days when i get there but man that's a great that's a great <laughs> i don't know it's really funny just the idea of someone getting hit by lightning and then hiding it from someone else be like <laughs> we're all gonna get hit by fucking lightning dude like no i didn't get hit. like your your hair's standing straight like that 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 yeah your hair's standing straight up you know it's like nah man nah i'm fine i didn't get bit i mean you know by the lightning um because zombies anyway okay 
So a lot of people are saying that Madam Web is a really bad movie. And those people are miserable pieces of shit. Um, look, you can't talk about this movie without talking about Morbius. I mean, they even start with M. They're, they're written by the same guys. They're fucking ancillary Spider-Man. Sony, right? Sony? Sony content, so, yeah. unless it's Fox. I think it's Sony. Um, ancillary Sony Spider-Man characters. That I don't know. Like Morbius does pop up a fair amount. I mean, he doesn't though, but he pops up a little bit. But Madam Web is like the bedrock of Spider-Man lore. <laughs> like. It's hard to imagine, like, you know, it's hard to imagine, like, it's like a Batman and Robin situation to imagine, like, Spider-Man existing without Madam Web, you know, like, first of all, um, she can see the future uh, using the power of, I think it's called the weave, unless it's called the web, which, man, isn't that weird? for a cycle like a like a psychic phenomenon called the web that you could look at for to learn about what's happening across the world like isn't that interesting that's Um, foreshadowing yeah yeah but uh and and she's she's i think more connected into um the spider totem aspect of spider-man lore which is the idea that there's like this giant spider god that invests spider totem powers into like a kind of champion or something. And Spider-Man exists as like one of these champions outside of the rest of his deal, you know, getting bit by a spider, being a genius, etc. Um, so it kind of, it kind of leans in more towards that, which I think is more kind of like, weird esoteric mesoamerican ritualism you know or whatever i don't know um i think but so so like i was just talking to someone else but like you would do a craven the hunter movie before you would do a madam web movie which is not saying like fucking anything like you wouldn't do a craven the hunter movie you know, so it's like, how did they even fucking make? I mean, it just must be like, because she's a woman. But even then, it's like Spider Woman would kick ass or something. Like, you know, like why, Madam Web? She's she's a character who is a seer. You know, like by nature, those characters aren't the main character. They're usually a character who interacts with the main character. You, they're usually solidly third you know kind of ancillary characters third party kind of you know usually on the side of the good guy or unaffiliated um but yeah they're not the main character because their power isn't they can beat up a bad guy you know their power isn't that they fight crime necessarily um although i think madam webb in the comic books she kind of fights crime i don't know yeah so I mean, a bunch of yeah if, if I'm completely unfamiliar with Spider-Man lore, 
can you like 30 second uh sum up like what her her storyline is in relation to spider-man she's a psychic who could tell the future and at some point there was an uncrackable case and she had a clue on the case and so spider-man's like oh i gotta go find this lady who knows the psychic clue and then it's madam webb and she's like i'm a spider psychic lady and i'm madam webb and i know the truth and she's like oh that's crazy and there's a spider lady out there that knows the future and that's kind of most of her deal like sometimes she's more or less involved but like yeah she's just like a person in the world she's she's kind of like a tavern owner or something you know she's like a quest npc who's just like hey spider-man come over here for this issue and he's like okay and then she's like i got this or whatever the fuck and uh there's there's other things but she's not in a lot of stories that's what i was really surprised by honestly although morbius isn't in that many stories either um craven's in a pretty decent amount so is that where you the confusion was coming from where you were kind of like a quest npc doesn't really seem like a good candidate to base a movie about is that kind of where this may have fallen short or was there something else about the movie that didn't quite work or what what happened here well that's the only thing that didn't work about the movie like i think the movie was awesome it's just that's so stupid it's stupid to make a movie about a superhero whose powers to tell the future and um okay you gotta see this movie so you gotta i was gonna see it like i didn't see it till like the third time i was gonna see it and then i was like well maybe i'll see it with my friends and then we were gonna see it with my friends and i was like and then we weren't gonna see it with my friends and i was like uh and then randomly i was like i gotta see it and it was just in the morning i was like i'm gonna see the movie in the morning it's great to watch movies in the morning but the movie opens on the peruvian forest where the lady is freaking pregnant and she's looking for the spider of legend because of these fucking peptides bro i don't think you understand the peptides um but her bodyguard ezekiel whose name's apparently ezekiel i think his name gets mentioned in the very beginning of the movie and i don't think anyone says his movie or says his name until like the very end of the movie and like in the middle of the movie there's a scene where you see a diary and it says the word ezekiel in it and she's like oh shit and you're like who the fuck is ezekiel (laughs) and um and then later she says ezekiel and like uh that's like one of the first times it's ever been said in the movie and people are like oh i get what you're talking about it's like no you no no one knows who you're talking about um but uh but so but so ezekiel is her bodyguard and he knows the legend of las aranias which are the people the secret people that could walk among the trees dude um and they had the legendary that part of their rituals was the spider and it's the same spider and that's why he was going with her to protect her but then she finds the spider and he turns on them and he he's fighting with her over the spider and she's holding on to the spider and it's in a jar and she's holding on so tight and you know despite all of his strength of being a man he can he can't take the spider from her so he shoots her 
and uh it's like you you shouldn't have done this um i still can't then, tell uh, if you like this movie or not i do like it um but this part is bad this is like <laughs> a really bad part of the movie but it's okay. like there are bad parts of the movie and it is kind of a bad movie but it is really good like it is good it's like genuinely a lot of fun um but uh this part is crazy but it's like in the very beginning she's like talking about spiders or whatever and then like the shot cuts the cuts in this movie like the cinematography is really really bad um but so then the shot cuts out to this very wide shot and then you look at her and then she goes this really like bad like groan sound and she like grabs her stomach in pain and then it's like oh shit she's pregnant (laughs) but like that shot is just like so poorly done that like i laughed out loud like that was the first time that i started laughing in the movie but um and yeah and so okay so she gets shot and and then the trees start fucking going nuts dude the trees start shaking and spasming like a ghosts are around and ezekiel's scared and so he runs away with the spider and then the fucking Los Aranias show up, dude. And they look kind of like Spider-Man. But they're like naked people who have like red face paint and black black kind of spots over their eyes. So they look a little bit vaguely, a little bit like Spider-Man. And they also have these kind of like twine or like vines, like these very thin, like like dried vines kind of wrapped around their bodies which kind of a little bit looks like the webbing of the spider-man suit you know and they come like swooping through the trees and they kind of daintily touched ground and they they pick up the shot woman and they take her to a cave and put her in the water where she gets bitten with a freaking spider because that's what they do is that they bite people with spiders in their culture to gain the superpowers and she gives birth to a baby and what the Las Aranias is like, don't worry. When she's ready, I'll tell her everything she needs to know. And it's like, what are you talking? What does she need to know? What do we know? What the fuck's going on? <laughs> like, um, and um, and then it's and then you cut to it's an EMT and it's Dakota Johnson and she's the her partner is freaking Adam Scott and he's in the movie and he's a lot of fun in the movie and she's like. A miserable asshole and he's awesome and he's like man you're a cool guy but uh you sure are a miserable asshole and she's like i know it sucks i suck and um she gets in an accident trying to save someone and it activates her future telling powers and so now we're treated to sequences where she starts to see the future in by having deja vu right she witnesses something and then she witnesses it again and a person does the same thing and she's like what are you talking about i just told you and they're like what are you talking about you didn't just tell me and she's like what so strange and that happens a few more times and she's like something's going on and then like the third one or whatever is like she she someone tells her to like go over somewhere and she goes there and then a guy drives off and then the guy dies and she's like i have to do something and she tells the guy you're gonna die don't go off and the guy's like i don't know what you're talking about i gotta go off then the guy goes off and he dies you know you're like oh shit and she's like oh shit i can't you know this sucks i'm seeing the future bad things are happening i can't help it it sucks and it's just weird it's weird It's, it's jarring as an audience to just keep seeing moments that are repeated you know it's again it's a weird 
idea for a movie that's a superhero movie it's like maybe you do you could definitely do this premise you know groundhog's day or whatever but it's weird to like force that into a superhero structure you know um so what happens uh so eventually it turns out that ezekiel is trying to kill these three teenagers because he has a nightmare he has a nightmare every night where he gets murdered by these three teenagers and they're Sydney Sweeney and the other two girls that are in the movie. And in the future, they're super powered spider ladies and, uh, and Sydney Sweeney is spider woman. And the other two are different spider ladies and I'm not sure which ones they are, but I recognize spider woman and her powers. Um, but, uh, they kill him every night in his dreams and he's like and i'm gonna stop him because i know their faces and you know what it's like to see what your killer's face looks every night also in the movie the, the main the the main antagonist he's 80 yard like throughout the whole movie for some reason i don't know why i gotta look at that up but his voice sounds kind of weird i think the adrs mostly sounds do fu- functional but in some of the scenes, it's really bad. But generally, his voice just sounds really fucked up. He's like, I'm just like a weird guy. <laughs> he sounds more like that than you'd be surprised. Uh, but he just sounds really stupid. It's like, why is that? Why was that the choice the actor made? Um, but so he's going to kill the ladies. Also, throughout the movie, Dakota Johnson has been encountering the ladies. He encounters the first one, and she flips her off when she's driving her... Uh, ambulance because she's an ambulance worker i can't i can't remember i've said that explicitly but she works in the ambulance and she she gets flipped off by the one and then the other one uh she was being neglected in the hospital and uh the dakota johnson kind of didn't really notice her and i activated my siri on accident um but uh and and then the other girl she sees the other girl where the 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 landlord is like give me the rent and the girl's like i don't have the rent and so so she's encountered her in the past and she's like wait i've seen i know all these but whatever i'm getting ahead of myself anyway she ends up seeing all the girls in the subway and has a vision of them all dying and she's like holy shit i know what's happening now i know that i see the future and technically i can change it except that one time i tried and it didn't work because no one listened to me so now I'm going to make sure they all listen to me because in my vision, I just saw three children get murdered, you know? And so she's like, look, you're going to get murdered on the subway. And they're like, what the fuck are you talking about? And uh, she's and so eventually she convinces them and the guy shows up and they're running from the guy and then they're running from the guy and she keeps having visions of the guy and they're like, what are you doing? And um, she's like, look, I'm psychic. And they throw a rock at her and she's she's like ow and they're like doesn't look psychic to me and she's like it doesn't work like that and they're like how does it work and she's like i don't know how it works i just saw you get murdered and um then she like leaves them in the woods she's like i gotta go do research you stay in the woods <laughs> and she leaves them in the woods and goes to her apartment she reads her mom's journal about how our mom was in the you know whatever going to the the thing and she's looking for the spider and whatever and so dakota johnson is like talking to her cat she also has this other seat earlier on where she's like feeding her cat she feeds the stray cat a bowl of milk and is like us strays gotta stick together you know and so she's explaining to her cat he's like wow these lost aranyas had the power to walk among the trees <laughs> you know and she's talking to her cat um and it's 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 awesome um no but this that's another part Th- these are another part of the movie that actually is bad um because again like the whole movie is they're running from this guy because the guy has fucking spider-man powers and they don't and so they can't do fucking anything and so 
she gets a vision that they're about to get murdered because she left them in the woods because they wandered to a diner and are going hang going to hang out at a diner. At this point, uh, the world thinks that she's kidnapped the girls because one of the girls thinks that they're being kidnapped because she, they they technically are being kidnapped, but they're just being kidnapped because they're going to be murdered, you know. But uh, so she says we're being kidnapped, and so now the cops are like on their tail, and then the uh, the the bad guy killed a bunch of cops, and so now they think that the Dakota Johnson killed a bunch of cops and stole the girls, so now they're on the lam, and so someone reported the lost girls at the diner to the police, and uh, <laughs> and another part of the movie is the bad guy because he knows their face. He's hired this hacker woman and stolen NSA access by murdering an NSA lady using his spider powers of venom touch. And, um, and so he grabs her and she, her, he grabs her with his spider venom power and her line, the line she, her first line is like her reaction to being grabbed is, how are you poisoning me? <laughs> another bad part of the movie but so he grabs her and poisons her with her with his touch and you know she can feel it but like she can within seconds can clock oh man i feel terrible oh shit i'm being poisoned oh fuck he's poisoning me right now in this instant somehow but how i better ask how are you poisoning me (laughs) but that kind of establishes verbally that he has this poison power um and so he gets the nsa and so he hires the girl to like look at all the security cameras to find these girls because all they can go off of his faces and they're using they use like ai to generate the face from his dreams to find these girls to murder them because like he talks about this a lot he's like look you don't understand i gotta murder these teenagers because i have a dream every night about them killing me at some point so i just you gotta understand i just gotta kill these kids um anyway so she has a vision that he's gonna kill the kids at the diner and what we keep seeing is it's kind of interesting although it's not done very well but sometimes it's kind of interesting when it's done well it's pretty interesting where we see something horrible happen because that's her vision of the future and so she reacts to change the future and so then we see something that changes drastically from what we've just seen in a surprising interesting way so it does subvert your expectations even though you know it's going to and it ends up being interesting so anyway it sets up that like it looks like he's going to uh kill the girls but and he shows up just like he does in the vision but then dakota johnson gets there in time because she saw the future and she smashes through she stole a taxi by the way she smashes through the front of the diner in a stolen taxi and just hits him with her car and she he goes flying like into a wall and she jumps out of the car and it's like come on we gotta go and they get in the car and she drives away anyway um okay this movie's great it's so good you gotta see it even though i'm spoiling the whole movie so it gets to a point where she has to go to peru because that's what the journal's talking about right it's peru the secrets the answers to the secrets are in peru so she gives the kids to adam scott to hide Lalo in a motel away from the nsa you know because their cell phones cameras anything can find them and uh they also set up earlier that adam scott's wife is pregnant so she goes to peru and the fucking Los Aranas are there and they take her to the cave and she's like, holy shit, what the fuck's going on? And um, 
the loss of Rania's does the thing from fucking Dr. Strange where he punches like Benedict Cumberbatch's soul out of his body or whatever. But she does. They, he, the loss of Rania does that to uh, Dakota Johnson and knocks her into the water where she was given birth to uh, in the cave and in the water. We see a scene that looks visually like the scene where she gets in the accident at the beginning of the movie and gains her powers in the water. And she has this flashback to seeing like her mom die. And it turns out that like her mom was pregnant with her and her, she had lethal disease that was going to kill the fetus. And that's why the mom was like, no, my fetus can't die. It turns out that this spider in Peru has this peptide that can cure the disease. So I got to get the spider so that the kid doesn't die and that's why she's fucking doing the beginning of the movie um and dakota johnson realizes this and starts crying and stuff and um and then she gains the totality of her powers because she learns the truth and um you know and so it turns out that she was going to be like um paraplegic quadriplegic her whole life because of the disease but because the spider bit her mom when she was about to give birth, she got the spider powers that gave her the future telling powers, but it didn't give her the superpower of strength. It just, I guess, prevented her from being paralyzed or whatever, you know, and that's what they reveal. And then they're like, you know, she's like, why didn't I? And he's like, some people don't get the power of superpowers or the power of uh, hand poison or whatever, <laughs> but some people can look at the web or whatever and see the future and see what's happening everywhere. And, and then he says something, this is what I wanted to look this up, but he says something that's such an awkward line. Um, but he says like basically a, a comp of Morpheus's line of, you know, you're saying I can dodge bullets. I'm saying you won't need to, you know, kind of thing. He's like, he's like, eventually you'll be able to be in more than one place at once. <laughs> <laughs> the ultimate epic superpower evolution um it's also unclear what that means other than the fact that she's in peru and you understand that across the world uh the kids are being targeted by a terrorist you know and it's not like she could fly back so it's like oh shit is she gonna teleport and be in more anyway no she just flies back um but uh <laughs> but then but then but then uh so adam scott's wife's water breaks and then they got to go to the hospital so now the girls got to go with them for some reason because even though the girls will be seen by the nsa and get targeted by the murderer they have to go help with the pregnancy at the hospital like they're three teen girls they can't just not go like what if someone needs uh they can't just not go, you know, but it's like, yeah, no, maybe just leave the kids in the hotel room and you guys could get seen by NSA because no one cares what you guys look like and they won't get seen, you know, but no. Um, and so then Dakota Johnson has a vision of, of the bad guy producing a sci-fi grenade that's never before seen been seen in the series he just has this weird sci-fi grenade and exploding everybody even the pregnant woman in their car with the secret sci-fi grenade and so again you know so we see the thing and then we see how it starts to happen again and she's racing against the clock and it's very much like this is almost very much like the last sequence that i described with the with the um 
the taxi except this time she's stolen a freaking ambulance because you know she's an ambulance driver that's her job and um so as as the the bad guy is he's in position he's about to throw the grenade fucking dakota johnson in the ambulance just explodes out of a random wall of a fourth floor of just a building in the background and she hits the guy mid-air with her ambulance in the fucking in mid-air and he goes flying again and she just smashes into him with her car because her superpower is to hit people with her car (laughs) and it's fucking awesome like honestly that was like i was like this movie kicks fucking ass like because again i didn't know that we were going to see that but just seeing like a, a, a ambulance explode out of a random building being like why was that ambulance up that high in that building like how does any of this work but it's that she hits him in midair with the fucking and it's like this movie kicks ass um anyway um and so because that's because again he has spider-man powers and they don't all they have is the power to hit people with motor vehicles that's all they can do and boy do they um but so uh they end up she ends up having a vision the other thing is like she has a vision of something happening and can immediately piece together exactly how to do that without any of you know the constituent pieces which is something that happens because she has this vision of a building that she remembers is a death trap key because it's full of explosives and they just leave it full of explosives even though the fire department knows it's full of explosives and it was a problem for them earlier in the movie um but they're like we lure him to the explosives we set the explosives off since we can see the future we get out of there safely before the explosives go off so it's not dangerous to set off a bunch of explosives in a building full of explosives but he will and will win and so they do that and everything starts exploding and um they really don't get out because they don't, you know, they, they don't go fast enough. So he shows up and so everything's exploding and it's like, and it turns out the explosives are fireworks. I think they call them explosives throughout most of the movie, but then they're just fireworks. They're not like explosives. Um, so a bunch of fireworks are going off anywhere and now, okay, I need to bring up in Pokemon. Um, I want to say in gold and silver gen two in Pokemon, there's a move called future sight. You familiar with Pokemon, Kevin? Not really. Right. I mean, I played the, the, you know, the, the very, very first generation one stuff, but that nothing past that. Yeah. So it was a psychic move, future sight, and it would say your Pokemon, blah, 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 Pokemon name foresaw an attack. And then three turns later, they would take damage from the attack and it didn't do a ton of damage, but, um, it was just like absurd because it was a psychic idea. It was a psychic ability and they foresaw an attack but like what was the attack you know because it's a pokemon battle it's a duel so if you use your psychic powers to see that those attack was coming that means something else had to initiate an attack you know um and that's like part of the premise of psychic attack so it's weird but it's just like because you're psychic now you can attack the opponent by seeing attacks that never would have existed anyway i bring this up because now that the whole firework factory or whatever the fuck it is is exploding now Dakota Johnson can use the future to know that a firework is about to hit her and then dodge the firework, then causing the firework to hit the bad guy, being almost like she's punching the bad guy with fireworks using her future vision. 
And so that's what's happening now. And she's punching it with fireworks and she's, she's running away because the whole movie, all they're doing is running away. And then they run to the top of the building and they run onto the sign. And then she uses the future to, uh, drop a sign on him somehow, you know, basically you're just using firework punches. And, uh, then he gets hit by a letter. He gets hit by a letter and it's like a different letter than was in her, her future vision. It's like an S in the vision and then it's a P or something like that, or it's a P and then it's an S. And so then he gets crushed by a sign and then the movie's over. And then, um, then it turns out that the three girls, they didn't have anyone who cared for them. So they all started living with Dakota Johnson because us strays got to stick together and um they're like hey so you see the future do you ever see our future and she's like i see the future and you guys are superheroes and you're all strong and brave and independent women and i'm there too oh wait i forgot because she could be in more than one place at once <laughs> there's a point where she's fighting the bad guy on the rooftop and she's just getting wrecked and um the girls are like hey well we're three children probably we could help and they just go rah and one of them goes and like tries to attack it and she just punches him uh, he just punches her and like immediately puts her in peril like she's like hanging from a ledge he punches her and she like falls off a ledge you know and then the other the next girl is like ah and she gets punched off a ledge and the third one's like ah and she gets punched off a ledge so like within the space of like 40 seconds like all three of the girls are now in mortal peril and so dakota johnson is like and she uh like projects like psych a psychic like hologram of herself that's connected to herself by this this web um visual effect cgi effect it's like this kind of energy cord like this astral projection silvery cord that also connects events and stuff when we're visualizing the future sometimes you're seeing cords and stuff and so now we're seeing the cord project a version of her over to help one of the girls off the ledge and she projects another version of her helping another girl off the ledge and another one and so now she's in four places at once just like the fucking guy said she could be in more than one place at once <laughs> and she uses that power to save three children because she works at an ambulance and that's her job is saving people she's not a people puncher she's a people saver and uh and so she saves everyone at the height of her powers and then the bad guy comes up to her and punches her in the stomach <laughs> and she drops her powers and then the girls they're fine because she pulled them off the ledge but she doesn't use her powers like that for the rest of the movie but uh then in the rest in the end of the movie you know we're seeing like the trailer of like a movie for like the three spider hero girl movie you know and they're like running on rooftops and doing stuff and being cool and and then you're also seeing flashes of dakota johnson oh <laughs> Also, a firework hits Dakota Johnson in her eyes and blinds her. Um, and uh, and also, earlier in the movie, she teaches the girls how to do CPR, and they have to work together to do CPR because you get tired, and if you don't keep the rhythm, you die. And so they have to take turns giving her CPR. And Dakota Johnson, she gets hit in the eyes, go blind, she gets drowned, and has to get CPR. And so they have to give her CPR using the CPR that she taught them. Full circle. And... Um, 
And so, and so then, so she's doing the trailer and she's like, I see you in the future being the superhero girls. And then she, she's also wearing a superhero com, co- costume and she has these really stupid sunglasses and this big red lipstick and this like red leather jacket. And she's Madame Web and she's paralyzed now, but she can project herself to be anywhere. So it's like the final hero shot of the three superhero girls. And also there's freaking Madame Web projected as a ghost up by held by the, the strand of her projection web that she's doing a force ghost luke skywalker situation now and that's the deal and it implies that's going to happen in the future even though come on they're not going to make that movie there's no way they're going to make that movie but it was really good and people were saying the movie was bad and it's not bad it's good (laughs) it's just that it's a stupid idea to make a movie about madam web and in general it's a stupid idea to make an action movie about a character who isn't good at action but rather can see the future and can see cool things happening in the future that's just a stupid movie and if you consider that that's a stupid movie they did a really good job making it good whereas morbius is a stupid terrible fucking garbage movie that sucks shit and if you think about it a movie that's what if a guy was a vampire and fought against a guy who is a vampire who is his childhood friend but he resented him what if that was a movie? That's a decent premise for a movie. And Morbius was so bad. And Madam Web is such a bad idea for a movie. And it fucking kicks ass and she hits the bad guy <laughs> with a car twice. I think maybe three times. I don't know. But it's just fucking funny. It's great. It's an awesome movie. Everybody got to see it. I really am curious how it's going to do. I have to imagine it's going to do better than Morbius, but I don't know. But I mean, I did spoil the whole movie, but it's really good. You got to watch it. It's worth watching. And I mean, you know, you can pirate it. I'm sure you could find it somewhere if you don't want to pay for it. But, you know, it's cheap. Watch a matinee. It's good. It's really good. I thought it was really funny. Um, Just so good. I, so there, there's there's so many things that you said that stand out to me as being <laughs> absolutely just bonkers insane. Sure. But one of the things that really jumps out to me is the fact that they seem really inconsistent on whether the visions can be changed or not. Like, just like in the past, you were saying how she was like, no, I see that you're going to die in the subway and we need to prevent that. But then later they were like, hey, I saw that we were going to get out of this building okay. Um, the explosions aren't going to hurt us. But like... That sort of implies that the, the visions are not changeable, but the earlier stuff, you know, sort of says that it is. Does does any of that make actual sense if you're watching the movie, or is it just all chaos? Well, now that you mention it, the fact that the vision was different than the future, where she saw the P and then it was the S or whatever, that is actually internally consistent with the other visions being different than what we actually see happening in reality. You know? Okay. So that actually, now that I think about it, is more internally consistent. But um. I mean, the thing is, it's like the progression is in the beginning, she doesn't realize that she's seeing the future. And then she's like, I'm seeing the future, but it doesn't matter. And then um, like when that guy dies, she convinces herself that she's there's nothing that she can do to change it. And then there's like a point where she has a vision of a, a bird hitting her window and dying. And then she opens the window and the bird comes in and flies and doesn't die. And she's like, oh, I actually can change the future. So it is like like but that's what i mean it's like they actually do all the groundwork they like explain like again it's like what they're doing sucks and is stupid 
But given that, they did it really well. They did it pretty competently. Like they lay out like like if anything, they kind of exp- like took too long explaining the future stuff. Um, but they did it in a way that's very typical and formulaic of Hollywood. But it's just like at this point, it's like I've seen Groundhog's Day. I get it, you know. And so you're ahead of the audience. Or you're ahead of the character. But that's typical anyway, you know. Um, so uh, would you describe this as just like a, a amazingly good bad movie, or like you you seem really torn? You know, you you say you loved it, but then you spent. 30 minutes saying all kinds of terrible things about the movie. I, I'm just, I'm just really confused. Well, the movie was good. I was talking about the movie. It was awesome. Those I was explaining it. I was so excited about it. And I wanted to share. Okay. All right. Um, I, I'll take that. I'm not sure it's, it, 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 it definitely, it, that's the thing is if you watch it, I don't think like what's a good, it's not the room. The room is bad. What's something that's better than the room, but is bad there's got to be stuff like cats. It's not cats. I mean, I you would know say that. Yeah. Sorry, go ahead. No, I was just going to say it's not cats because cats is bad and this is good. Like it's a movie that shouldn't be good and is fine. It's a movie that people want to suck. And so they say it's really bad when actually I don't, it's not even mediocre. It's like better than mediocre. I was going to say like, it's like, it's a kind of thing that's like, it's like, oh, it's blah. And people don't admit it's blah. They go, that sucked because they're pissed that it was blah and not awesome, you know? And it's like, well, blah and sucks are very different, but blah is not good. You don't want that, but blah and sucks are different. And it's like, but I, it's not even blah. I think it's just good. It's just something that's stupid that somehow mostly works and the ways that it don't work aren't that bad or i don't know maybe i'm just too uh, maybe i'm just too easy on it you know i don't know i'm pretty i'm pretty earned like i'm pretty easy um yeah i have a giant magic card blanket blanket charlie m um but yeah i i uh i i'm a pretty easy audience i like most stuff that i watch you know um but Morbius, I was being ironic about when I talked about it on the podcast. You know, like I mean, I, I'm sure I talked about the stuff that was bad in the movie, but that was like bad, and that was like bad in an entertaining way. It's like this sucks so bad, but it's crazy. But this is like this is good. Yeah, no, I think it's good. I think it's, I think it's pretty good. Like I think I certainly think if every Marvel film was at least as good as this not marvel if every superhero film was at least as good as madam web that would be fucking awesome like it would be awesome it was a lot of fun it had fun people in it you know adam scott was good uh sydney sweeney was good dakota johnson was a miserable asshole um but that's what her character was so you know i don't know i don't know it was really weird but again, like, uh, you know, there's that movie uh, or that that interview. It went viral and she was like, oh, the, the girls were having fun. They were having the time of their lives. And then there was me and people were like, oh, what, what's the deal with this lady? Why is she talking shit about the movie? Like that was like a thing that caught the news or the, the social media cycle for a little bit. But like then you watch the movie and it's like, yeah, man, these girls are having fun. They're like dancing at a diner in a diner scene. And then Dakota Johnson is like 
talking to her cat about this the story of las aranas you know and it's like yeah they, they're not even on set together a lot of times you know it's just like there she's just alone the whole movie uh most of her scenes are alone like she's with the girls too but you know there's a good chunk of the scenes where she's just alone doing stupid fucking nonsense because it's a bad idea for a movie um and it's like yeah this sucks and it's just as an actor it would suck because it's like the shit people complain about the most in these movies it's like cgi goop that's nonsense and is stupid and expositiony like it's just dakota johnson in a cave reacting to a flashback of her past so she can understand the, the beginning of the movie or something so we understand some sort of narrative thing and it's like none of this matters none of it's real it's all done in editing with cgi and stuff you know and it's just dakota johnson crying over nothing you know in a cave with Las aranias and oh another part of the movie is the Las arania in the cave who's talking to her and revealing all the secrets he's like um you know there's a there's a great you have a great responsibility and when you accept that responsibility you will attain great power which is you know like an inverse of the spider-man like oh with great power comes forever but it's, it was just so hackneyed and man check it out i do recommend it um i thought it was really fun really funny i thought it was vi- the the beginning is so bad and stupid and then the rest of the movie isn't like that bad and you're like oh man like i didn't i thought it was going to be a real train wreck but actually it's like i'm i'm this is working and also even at the reveal which is stupid at the very end i was like hey i like this this is nice and then at the very end when they're all living together i'm like oh they're living together and they're being friends that's nice you know it's just just nice nice movies who doesn't like a nice movie you know it it kind of yeah. reminds me the way you're describing it of the way I see the Fifth Element. Did you ever watch that movie? Ah, uh, yeah, but it's been so long. It was like I must have been like eleven. Like to me, that is probably the best badly written movie I've ever seen in my life. Like I love mm-hmm. that movie; it's one of my favorites. But like the plot makes no sense. Um, it's just like tons of unnecessary exposition. Chris Tucker screaming. Um, you know, the protagonist played by Bruce Willis never meets the antagonist played by Gary Oldman. It's like they never even are on the screen at the same time ever in the entire movie. But at the same time, it's beautifully done. It's fun to watch. And I would watch it over and over again. That kind of sounds like what you're describing here a little bit. Yeah, definitely. I mean, but that's the thing is like movies can be good and have things in them that are bad. Like, so I think Fifth Element is maybe an example of a movie that has like a lot of bullshit in it but it's still largely a very successful movie at like being like this fun sci-fi romp you know it's like uh, so maybe it's just something like that i don't i don't know who knows man oh what's the chat saying is the chat saying anything cool let me look here oh they're all just posting fifth element quotes now and chris tucker images and stuff like that great no i'm kidding um all right enough is enough alex writes stop putting jeff in the compilation episodes please it's very sad that you guys think the best bits of your show are the three episodes he's done wow 
Okay. So I just want to say that um, Google gives you like prompts for auto responses, you know, to like do quick like business responses to mm-hmm. emails. And it gives you some of those sometimes. Instead of like clicking reply, you could just click the button and it'll like auto populate the reply. And Google has that for this email. So let's read the email again just to get in your head. Alex writes, Stop putting Jeff in the compilation episodes, please. It's very sad that you guys think the best bits of your show are the three episodes he's done. And then uh, the suggestions are, Will do. Thanks for letting me know. Or, copy that. (laughs) Or, Will do. (laughs) So... That's, the, that's, that's your famous catchphrase copy that copy that i mean i like copy that honestly it seems a bit cool cool for me but uh sometimes when you're on set and people are using walkies and stuff you say stuff like that and it feels really awesome but it also does seem like the right thing to say you know um so thanks for the email alex this is on january 4th um so not that long ago we're catching up but um so just for the listener for the folks at home when i do the best bits i go to thathappenspod.com where you can see video episodes for free for a limited time author only and you can also buy t-shirts check them out in the store website if you can't find it it's on you that's on you that's not our fault of uh, <laughs> what why do that um, okay so so i go to the website i download the episode i put it in a folder i put it into a premiere document i listen to the premiere file i cut the clips and then when i have enough i finalize the episode and i'm like oh, that was about 30 minutes of clips and if I don't get enough clips, I keep going through the episodes. So I've been going chronologically through since the beginning of the show to now. And the last one we put up, I think, was like one of the first Jeffless episodes. It included, it included clips from that, I think. Either that or I'm now starting to cut those. But... It's not like I'm like, oh, man, the show was so good only when Jeff was there and sucks now. It's like, no, I'm just going through and grabbing clips as I get them, you know. So it'll it'll start getting. And honestly, there's some good bits. I, I feel like I remember having some good bits. So I'm honestly excited for the future of those clip shows because I think there will be some of my uh, famous bits. Um, you know my famous bits man i've been listening to that that podcast the snl podcast with dana and david and uh yeah they talk about cancel culture a lot did i say that they complain about cancel everybody complains about cancel culture i i don't know i guess i kind of get it if you're like uh like i don't know i'm not going to be canceled for this but if you're a cop and everybody's like defund the police we hate cops like you're definitely talking about that you know you go to work and you're like man you see this guy he said that cops suck or something you know they're they're talking about it it's re- it's relevant to what they're doing you know so i guess it kind of makes sense 
that like comedians are like hey man you hear about this guy who's whatever it's like wow it's like that's something that's happening in my sphere it's like maybe it's just it's something they're thinking about a lot like i don't think about it a lot because who cares um i don't want people to get mad at me but i never want to make people to get mad at me that's not something that's like changed because of cancel culture you know like i just don't want people to get mad at me people are always mad at me my parents were mad at me when i was a little child they washed my mouth out with soap you know i don't like being people being mad at me like it's it's not that complicated um but uh where the fuck was i going with this kind of started uh, circling the drain like the soap from my mouth post punishment you were listening um, to the snl podcast yeah they talk about cancel culture a lot it's annoying it's just annoying because it's boring and it's just boring because they keep saying the same shit. Like, I'm sure if, if new developments happen in the cancel culture world and people are like, oh, did you hear about this? It's like, yeah, okay, sure, I'll, I'll listen to that. But if you're just saying the same things about the same things, it's like, yeah, I know you said that. It's like, come on. Like, come on. Let's do something else. I mean, I, I guess for them, it probably is a little hitting close to home because, like, a lot of their early career is a lot of stuff that just you could not do today right so I'm, I'm wondering if they're just looking back kind of this is like you know what what do i do with my life now because everything i did before like i hope no one listens to now yeah and they're old you know and so they just people when you're old you just have a different sensibility but i think it's kind of both of that you know um like dana carvey he talks a lot about how uh he can't do this impression of a chinese store owner and his impression is him trying to explain like the premise is like the guy sells chickens but doesn't want to sell chickens so he's trying to talk customers out of buying chickens and he's doing it in an offensive chinese accent and that's like the main reason it's funny like it's not like the jokes about the chicken are amazing and i feel like he probably on some level is like yeah, if I did this with my normal voice, I don't think it would get a lot of laughs, you know? And so I think it was like, yeah, I'm sorry you can't do your chicken bit anymore. I don't think everyone's like, oh, no, boycott Dana Carvey. He did the chicken impression, you know? But it's like, yeah, don't do the bit anymore. There's there's other bits. That's the thing. It's so weird about comedy. Like, 90% of the jokes a, com a comedian has come up with they don't do anymore and they don't do them anymore because they feel that they can't do them anymore and they feel that they can't do them anymore because it's old material and they don't have any moral stance or righteous indignation about that in fact they generally are elitist about people who do reuse their old material they go you can't reuse your old material what are you doing that's stupid that's crazy so like what's functionally different you just need new material it's fine it's not a big deal you know that's the thing but it's all catastrophe it's just you you worry about the world falling down on your head you know but it's like no one cares man like when people care they're like trying really hard about something you know i don't know but i think those they they they've also been talking about Shane Shane Gillis and stuff who who just hosted SNL and you know i don't know it's hard i don't know what the deal like I don't know if he's actually a bad person or if he just fucked up really bad. Like, I don't care that much, but I, he seems like he's actually maybe not a good person.
but people act like he's like oh just an innocent thing but people say like oh just an innocent thing to everybody they say that about joe rogan you know so it's like when you hear that you're not like oh whew false alarm you're like yeah but you guys always say that you know so i don't fucking know everybody fucking stupid stupid still a good podcast though (laughs) (laughs) yes it is yes it is Uh, it's just funny, you know, the, the, I, I did a rant about how I don't fucking care about SNL, and then I started listening to a podcast that's very much about SNL, um, and is interesting, and doesn't really make me want to listen to SNL, or watch SNL. Maybe I'd listen to SNL, that could be good. What if I get download episodes of SNL and listen to them in the car like they're a podcast? What if we started releasing audio of the episodes <laughs> of SNL as a podcast? That seems like a pretty good idea, actually, doesn't it? I see no way that could go wrong for us. That's that's pivot. No, it's transformative. <laughs> it's the definition of parody. <laughs> anyway, we're out of time. Um Wow. I really yeah, well I hope you liked me talking about Madam Webb. Um you got anything, Kevin? I guess not, right? We just was, uh, everybody go fuck yourself. Um we like to end the show the same way we do each week. So until next time. Um. Uh, so one thing on the podcast that Dana does all the time is he explains that one time he had a joke character that it was a joke and he had a pat catchphrase and the catchphrase was like as a joke it wasn't like a serious catchphrase and then he had a person who played his wife and she had a catchphrase and his catchphrase and so he says this all the fucking time and it's like never funny and he says so many times and it's like who cares why do you feel the need to tell this to like everybody you fucking interview? Whatever. I love Dana Carvey. Don't get me wrong. I fucking, I, but he goes, I have played a character. He had a catchphrase. The catchphrase was, I got to, got to, got to go. And my wife had a catchphrase too. And her catchphrase was, and I'm going with him. <laughs>